Hey everybody, welcome to Come Follow Me Daily Dose. I'm Lindsay Hansen, and today is December 15th. Today we're going to continue in the book of Malachi, but we're going to start with our scriptural advent. So today's scripture is John 14, verse 15, which is short and sweet, and it says, If ye love me, keep my commandments. Now, I think it's pretty normal that as we get older, scriptures start to make more and more sense to us. However, I think ever since I became a parent, this scripture became so much more clear to me. Sometimes, especially when my kids were younger and home for the entire day, sometimes it felt like I spent most of my day saying, no, don't do that. And my kids would always say, well, why not? And I would explain, but oftentimes they would end up doing it anyway. And it was a beautiful day when I realized that they weren't disobeying out of rebellion. They just kind of thought that they were smarter than me or knew more than me or that they understood better what would happen. But nothing is worse than when one of your children hurts themselves doing something that you've asked them not to do. It's heartbreaking. You want to just look at them and say, I told you, I knew this would happen. Why didn't you listen? Now, I've come to learn that all of the commandments that God has given us is because he's trying to protect us or our agency, or he's trying to bless us. And even when we don't quite understand the whys, nothing could show God our love more than listening to and obeying his word, trusting that he knows and understands things in a way that we can't quite comprehend. For this reason, Elder Perry once said, obedience is a choice. It's a choice between our own limited knowledge and power and God's unlimited wisdom and omnipotence. So we show that we love God by keeping his commandments, showing that we trust him and that we love him enough to obey, even if maybe we don't quite understand all the whys. It's not blind obedience, as sometimes we're accused of. It's never blind obedience when you know who you are following. So let's jump back into the book of Malachi. These are kind of famous verses from Malachi. This is in Malachi 3. We're going to start in verse 7. It says, Even from the days of your father, ye are gone away from mine ordinances, and have not kept them. So he's saying for generations now, You've gone away from the ordinances. You've gone away from the covenants. But listen to what he promises. He says, return unto me and I will return unto you, saith the Lord of hosts. Isn't that beautiful? It's similar to what the Lord told Zechariah in chapter one, verse three that we talked about last week. He said, therefore, I say unto them, thus saith the Lord of hosts, turn ye unto me, saith the Lord of hosts, and I will turn unto you. Turn is just another way to say return. And so here, the Lord is echoing that same sentiment through Malachi, return unto me and I will return unto you. And then again, we've got the people who are coming back like teenagers, Adam, and they say, wherein shall we return? And here's what the Lord teaches. Out of all the ways that the Lord could have said, this is how you can return. This is what you should be doing. Listen to what he teaches. He says, will a man rob God? Yet ye have robbed me. But ye say, wherein have we robbed thee? In tithes and offerings. Ye are cursed with a curse, for ye have robbed me, even this whole nation. Now let's pause there really quickly. Because at times people see that and they think, well, that's a little harsh. I don't pay my tithing and I'm robbing God. 
I love the way I used to teach this on my mission. Oftentimes when we would talk about tithing, I would come prepared with my favorite little Peruvian candies. I don't even know what they were called, but they were these tiny little hard candies. They were pink and yellow, and you could buy a bunch of them for 10 cents. And so I would buy a bunch of them and we would take them. And before the lesson, I'd say, oh, hey, you know, I I brought you these, these candies and I'd give them 10 of the candies. And we would go on and we would teach the lesson a little bit. And then I'd say, hey, can I have one of those candies? And obviously they would say, yeah, yeah, you can have one. And then we would teach this lesson. I said, well, what would happen if you didn't want to give me one of the candies? Would that be right? And they were like, well, no, you gave them to me. Of course you can have one. And then we would talk about how our father in heaven has given us all that we have, all our blessings, all that we have comes from him. And he asks for 10% back. He asks us to tithe. The word tithe means 10%, a tenth of. In Spanish, it's called diezmo, and the word diez means 10. And so it's the same word to tithe literally is 10%. And so he asks us to give 10% back, not because he needs 10%, not because this work couldn't possibly go on without that 10%. He asks for 10% because he is anxious to bless us. Remember the scripture that we talked about in our Advent Sometimes we don't always understand the commandments, but if we trust that God is giving us commandments either to protect us, to protect our agency, or to bless us, it makes it easier just to trust and to obey. And here, God is anxious to bless us, and he's anxious to bring us closer to him as we exercise that trust and faith in him. And so he asks for a tenth part. He asks us to tithe. But notice what it says in verse 10, and I think this is so important and oftentimes overlooked. It says, bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse that there may be meat in mine house. Now, if you'll remember from our study of the Doctrine and Covenants last year, the storehouse is set up so that the Lord can bless his people. The Lord's not taking our 10% and hoarding it for himself. That doesn't do him any good. He doesn't need our money. But that tenth is brought into the storehouse so that it can bless his people. And then probably the best part of this verse, and prove me now herewith, saith the Lord of hosts, if I will not open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing, that there shall not be room enough to receive it. First of all, I love that the Lord invites us to test this principle. He doesn't just say, hey, trust me pay it and you'll be fine. He says, prove me now. Test me on this principle. Pay the tithing and give your offerings and watch as I pour out my blessings upon you. Now, before we continue and we talk about these blessings that come, I want to emphasize something. Notice here that it talks about tithes and offerings. And we usually just associate this verse with the tithing that we pay or maybe the fast offerings sometimes, but it's talking about tithes and offerings. And my friends, I want to suggest that oftentimes our offerings go far beyond the monetary. Yes, we often talk about our fast offerings, but what other offerings are we giving the Lord? Are we tithing our time? Are we giving our time to the Lord? Are we offering that to him? Are we offering our service in his kingdom? Are we offering our love to his children? Are we offering our efforts in temple service and family history? There are so many offerings that we make to the Lord that go outside the monetary fast offerings that we often just associate this scripture with. 
And so as we talk about blessings that come from tithes and offerings, please know, yes, 100%, this is true for tithing, but it's also true for offerings that we make to the Lord, whether those are offerings of our time, our talent, our efforts, our sacrifices. Those are all offerings for the Lord that result in his abundant blessings. But those blessings often come in ways that we aren't quite expecting. Yes, the scripture promises us blessings in abundance, so much so that there isn't room for us to receive it, but it doesn't promise us the specific way that those blessings are going to come. Listen to this quote by Elder Bednar. He says, Often as we teach and testify about the law of tithing, we emphasize the immediate, dramatic, and readily recognizable temporal blessings that we receive. And surely such blessings do occur. Yet some of the diverse blessings we obtain as we are obedient to this commandment are significant but subtle. Sometimes we may ask God for success, and he gives us physical and mental stamina. We might plead for prosperity, and we receive enlarged perspective and increased patience. Or we petition for growth, and we are blessed with the gift of grace. He may bestow upon us conviction and confidence as we strive to achieve worthy goals. And when we plead for relief from physical, mental, and spiritual difficulties, he may increase our resolve and resilience. I promise that as you and I observe and keep the law of tithing, indeed, the windows of heaven will be opened and spiritual and temporal blessings will be poured out such that there shall not be room enough to receive them. I testify of that truth and that when we obey his commandments, his blessings follow in abundance. Thank you so much for listening today. If you're enjoying this podcast, make sure to follow us on social media, subscribe, like, comment, or share. This has been Come Follow Me, Daily Doves, and I'm Lindsay Hansen. 